There's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Hello, uh, my name's Phil, uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to learn to not talk over you. That's like, no, a lot of talk over me. Uh, do what you need to do, my friend. Well, that's unprofessional. Um, I don't know what's professional. This is not a professional uh, thing. But um, yeah, no, I suppose you get a point there. Yeah. Uh, just uh, to try things out, I suppose we can uh, we could say this. This is a uh, a podcast. We uh, we are two dads. <laughs> I don't know if we <laughs> that we are. That, <laughs> that we are. I uh, you a dad of a a thirteen year old and as a, of tomorrow. Uh, as of tomorrow and uh 11 uh no yeah. about to be 10 about to be 10 and me yep. uh a dad of uh of uh i guess almost uh nine weeks <laughs> <laughs> so anyways uh i've been reading i started reading grims uh to the boy because the boy does not uh know what the fuck i'm saying he just i mean this is words. when you get to read anything you want to them no, Amanda reads uh, the New Yorker, and uh, at bedtime I've been reading Grimm's, and Grimm's I've noticed is bonkers, uh, and so uh, we thought it would be funny uh, to talk about the bonkers shit. <laughs> and uh, we're we're to uh, you know to to explain uh, we've been friends. Yes, we met at UMass Amherst uh, twenty some years ago, and uh, <laughs> here here we are. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, story one. Oh shit! No, what is it? The Frog King. By the way, I, I want to interject. Say, I so I ordered this from a local bookstore and picked yep. it up. It's a gorgeous edition. It's got these scary trees. It's a leather-bound cover, gold gold leaf pages. And the guy who runs the bookstore, when he went to grab the order, he froze. He was like, "Oh, this is gorgeous." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's not bad." He's like, "Do you mind? Do you mind if I look at it?" It's my hands are clean. And I was like, nope, don't mind. It's it's a book. I mean, you know, he works in a bookstore, so it's yeah. He runs I, a bookstore, so yeah. I mean, books are his thing. But I was, I've I've never seen somebody fawn over a book of mine like that. Very exciting. <laughs> well, it's, it's a it's a very nice book. I agree. Yeah, no, it's gorgeous. So okay, we have a uh, the the Frog King. Yep, so or Iron the, Henry, or Iron Henry, and we can get yes. in. We can get into that. A, a that comes up bit. at the end. <laughs> it does <laughs> the story, and I, I have I have this in my note. the The story does take just a hard right turn. Yeah, and not exactly. even like not even like oh, and now something. It's just like it's just a slightly different story, and there, there's nothing. But um, so I thought, just as an idea, we could go through the plot. Yep. Interject if you have any any notes. Certainly. And then uh, we can uh, maybe maybe talk about the moral. That's something that these these stories. I'm not sure what the moral is supposed to be here. I think I've got I have two ideas. Um, neither of them are good. Perfect. I am I'm full yeah. of bad ideas as well. So yeah, I mean, let's say we get to the summary and go from there. All right. So a young princess. And the most beautiful and youngest of the princesses. Yes. Is walking along, playing with her favorite toy, a golden ball. Uh, walks near a well, which is located underneath a lime tree. Might also be a fountain. Might be a fountain. Yep. Some, uh, some sort it's, of water body. It's unclear. Uh, but under a lime tree, little girl drops her ball in the well. Frog pops up and says, I'll go get this ball for you. But 
it's going to cost you. She offers up her clothes. <laughs> we we must point out first, she is distraught beyond distraught. She is wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. Uh, unhappy. Yeah. Offers up anything this frog wants. First her clothes, but then uh, pearls, jewels, even her crown. She's like, you know, go get me my golden ball. Frog says no. His price is, and it's some something to, I get to live with you and eat with you and importantly sleep in your bed and I'll be your new plaything instead of that golden ball. Yeah. Which I found pleasantly creepy. <laughs> Delightfully. Delightfully. Just was like, hello, youngest youngest princess i don't know how young a youngest princess is but the it, it implies i mean we're i'm assuming prepubescent it's, it's a question i have for later as well yeah okay yes <laughs> so yeah so the frog retrieves the ball Fro- frog retrieves the ball she's just like this, this frog sounds like he's eating too much sugar cereal he's <laughs> he's not coming home with me <laughs> i'm just gonna take this ball once he gives me the ball i'm gonna take i'm gonna i'm 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 fucking off back home and the frog is like, well, wait, no, wait, 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 I can't, I'm not as quick as you, uh, little girl. <laughs> wait for me. Uh, she dicks off back home. He goes, he slinks back off to his fountain. Next day, girl's eating breakfast with the whole family. Frog comes a knocking on the door, and he's here to claim his reward for his little fetch quest. Girl's scared to answer the door, and the king says, well, why are you afraid? Do you think there's a giant outside? Which, I'm not sure if that was... Was that like an expression at the time? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I'm not sure there. I don't right, know if it's like, literal or metaphorical. There's a lot I, in this story that I'm not sure is literal or metaphorical. Amanda, my wife, uh, she's she's always looking for the allegory and and has said like she thinks she's like all of the allegories have lo- been lost uh, uh, 200 years ago. <laughs> I digress. Uh, the she says, you know, the king says, why, why are you afraid of going out? Is there a giant outside? And she says, like, no, no, it's a frog. <laughs> I, I made a deal with him. And uh, now he's fucking now he's here. <laughs> and he brought me my ball and I said he could sleep with me. And then uh, then I then I took off. I changed my mind. And then uh, now he's here. So the king's like, well, kiddo, you made a promise. So the frog's like, oh, that's great. OK, so uh, all right, little girl. Now the king has said that you you have to do this. Uh, it's time for you to bring me to your bedchamber that we may lie together. <laughs> oh, well, there's there's some uncomfortable eating first. OK, yeah, no, OK, fair enough. They, they <laughs> eat they eat their sugar cereal. <laughs> They eat their their uh, life cereal, their checks. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what they ate then. Uh, eggs. Well, speaking guess. Yeah, together. call it eggs. Yeah, bread, eggs. You know, breakfasty foods, all part of your complete breakfast. Um, but the king's like, okay, yeah. There, there, there's this uncomfortable breakfast. The frog, though, he wants to lie in your bedchamber. You got to go do it because you made a promise. She cries. I don't even know this girl's name, by the way. I don't think it's ever right. mentioned. No. Like, which is something a lot that happens a lot in these things. Which I have a note about that too. But yeah. um, so you made a vow, little little one. So she takes the frog into the bedroom with her. He starts in on not just the bedroom, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not where this ends. I'm gonna I'm gonna lie in your bed with you. Uh, that is what's happening. So no, nobody she, puts froggy in the corner. Nobody. <laughs> None gets away with it. Um, so she, though, decides, fuck this, picks up the frog, hurls it as hard as she can against the wall in order to kill it. And lo and behold, no kisses needed. The Shamalanian twist. 
<laughs> the frog turns into a handsome young prince with very pretty eyes. At which point, two things occur. Number one, princess is very happy all of a sudden to have this guy in her bed. And <laughs> the prince doesn't much care that the girl tried to kill him. I'm guessing because extremely young girls welcome Ewing into their bed, that doesn't come along every day. <laughs> all is forgiven on both sides. And that afternoon, uh, they are married. They are married before he has even a chance to explain why he is now a very pretty eyed prince. Uh, and that's where that's where we kind of get the hard right turn uh, with with Iron Henry shows up. <laughs> so they, they get married. He he then starts in on like, OK, so here's what happened. A witch cursed me as they do. And you're the only one that could have lifted the curse. So I'm glad that you came along and dropped your golden ball. Which we have not heard about in a while. No. No, the, well, the, I mean, the ball. She, she has a new plaything. Wailing and gnashing. Now it's 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 done. Yeah, she curse is lifted. And the next day, faithful Henry shows up in a carriage pulled by eight white horses, at which point I went back a little bit. I'm like, who's faithful Henry? And no, nothing is really told about this. But so he was the servant of the king. He's like, I've, I've heard the good news. You're back to normal. I hear uh, I'm here to bring you and your new wife back to your kingdom. Everyone piles in the carriage. They go back home. And then Henry said that he was so sad about that the frog king had turned into a frog that he had, he had put iron bands three iron bands around his heart so that it wouldn't blow up it wouldn't it wouldn't break so hard that he died and on the way home the band the first band breaks and the king says the carriage is breaking and henry says no no just the iron bands from around my heart they're just snapping I'm fine. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then that happens like a couple more times, like every, like another band breaks and the King is like, well, the, the, the carriage. And he's like, Nope, Nope. Once again, your, your highness, <laughs> just, just the iron bands that I had wrapped around my heart. And then, uh, the final band breaks the end. Yeah. Which is but although again, the young, the young Prince King, whatever he is says, Oh my God, the carriage. Yeah, the carriage. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no my leash. No, like, uh, once again, <laughs> the bands are on my heart. <laughs> my leash. <laughs> As I have explained to you several times, <laughs> it's just the bands that one puts around their heart. <laughs> that's what's the style at the time. The end. Um, so that's the story. Yeah, I, I will say this about Grim, uh, Grims. They it moves along, man. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of wasted words. No. Which is there's fine. not a there's not a lot of word world building, right? I mean, yeah, this I mean, this is three pages, like literally three page sides, three pages. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's it's this is one of the longer stories like later on. I think like, you know, you know, as part of Grimm's, you get into your Cinderella's and your your what have you. And that might that comes in at like four and a half mm. page. But that's a, that's as long as they get. There's no world building. Yeah, I mean those There's, those are the ones we adapt into movies. Yeah, and 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 Disney had to do like a lot, like the like Walt Disney, the Walt Disney Company to get Beauty and the Beast to work. Like, there's so much work they had to do to take this folk tale and turn it into a 90 minute thing that someone might actually be interested in watching. So you get you know, let's have a wolf attack and a giant spider in Act Three. <laughs> <laughs> no capes. Uh, no capes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the moral yeah. 
moral yeah, what, of the what, story. what do you think the moral is here i got i got two ideas if if you'll if you'll hear me um God, please yeah one one if this is it honor your promises and you will be rewarded kind of maybe granted she's forced to honor her promise by yeah. her dad and was she rewarded yeah, well, the promise she made was to a monster who wanted to trade an easy task of let me pick this up for you. <laughs> it's like, was this very much a nice guy syndrome, but like the task of like, here, let me get the <laughs> hello, my lady. <laughs> <laughs> let me pick up this ball for you. Now may I'll be staying in your bed with you. Uh, so get ready for froggy time. What do you What do you mean you don't want to sleep with me? <laughs> you want to sleep with me? <laughs> I got your ball for you. I've been so nice to you. <laughs> Check out my long tongue. Um, it, it works out for her in the end. In that, like, the, it turns out that the guy was handsome the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Imagine uh, if he was ugly. And not only is he a, a but he's a king. He's he's like first in line because she's the youngest princess. So yeah, you know, she has to go somewhere else to be a queen. Yeah, I mean, it, I think from the from the tone we get from the king, it sounds like maybe he's sick of her shit anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And wailing and gnashing. He's like, Daddy, I lost my golden ball again. <laughs> well, how many golden balls do I need to give you? <laughs> like, maybe you should just go marry a frog, bitch. <laughs> so here's here's a question I have. Okay. And so you had said earlier in your in your summary that, mm. you know, it's it's all a happy ending for her. You know, he he's a he's a handsome prince with kind eyes, et cetera, et cetera. But I went back and reread it. And okay. there's so first of all, after she throws him against the wall and she says, quote, now you will be quiet, odious frog. <laughs> after that, we do not hear a word from her and we do not see or hear any of her thoughts. Huh. It, was, it was previously pretty much from her point of view, but it goes. Then she was terribly angry and took him up and threw him with all her might against the wall. Now you will be quiet, odious frog, said she. But when he fell down, he was no frog, but a king's son with beautiful, kind eyes. And it came to pass that, with her father's consent, he became her dear companion and husband. He told her how he had been bewitched by a wicked witch and how no one could have delivered him from the well but herself, and that tomorrow they would go together into his kingdom. And they went to sleep, and the next morning when the sun awoke them, a carriage came driving up with eight white horses, etc., etc. Yeah, there's Iron Henry. There's no... It's it's very ambiguous. There's no hint as to whether this is actually something she's interested in. Okay, then no, that's inter- That's an interesting read. And given and the like, time, yeah. the king might have been like, "Fuck yeah, finally, I can get rid of this <laughs> one. I've Jesus, only got was... seven more to take care of. <laughs> that's a lot of mouths. And I was ready to marry you off to a frog, little girl. Like, <laughs> I mean, and that's another thing that happens in Grimm's a lot. I've noticed that like things just drop off. Like, yeah, and, and, then, and I think that's it, it has to because otherwise these are going to be eight pages long, right? Oh yeah, I know this, which is too hard. I mean, and to be fair, which is too hard or maybe too long for an oral tradition, right? Yeah, yeah um, I, I think there's a number of reasons why these are as short as they are, and the length of them means that you have to you have to have drop offs, you have to forget yeah. things. This is, doesn't yeah, mean some, it's not going to be comedic fodder for us though. The bro- yes, <laughs> the the brothers Grimm, uh were a couple like there were a couple of as as whatever the amounted for lawyers at the time in the year eight early 1800 germany which i don't even think was germany really yet that it was it was like the 
Empire of the Rhine. This is, you know, and we, you know, when they were putting this store, when they were putting this book together, Napoleon Bonaparte was still running around. Yeah, they'd been overrun by the French. So yeah, Germany was in in French hands. And it was, it was, yeah, like it was, it was a, it was an area like Russia didn't, you know, Moscow didn't own it. There wasn't really a Russia yet. There was, there, it's, it's all, yeah. I mean, there was Russia, but like not the way that we recognize it uh, today. And yeah. certainly Germany was, was very much its own thing. I mean, there's, there's kind of more, I think we can get into in other, other stories as we, as we're going forward into to sort of where, where they were at the time. But um, yeah. And worth, worth mentioning in this, in this edition, there's a, a nice long introduction Written by a guy in Hadley, Massachusetts, of all places. I saw um, that. That was yeah. <laughs> that that talks about the, the brothers Grimm, where they came from, what was going on, what the times were like then, and this this is where some of my knowledge of you know Germany was in the hands of the French and things like that. Um, and it talks about you know the origin of fairy tales and what is a fairy tale, the anatomy. Um, so there's a lot of interesting stuff there. I need to go back and reread, but um, but yeah, yeah, it's, we can it's definitely we can go a look. I yeah I, I read through that and I I thought that was really interesting. I also like there's some more things I'll I'll get into soon. But um, back to this. Uh, okay, so all right, that was the the moral one. Honor your promises and you'll be rewarded. Maybe. <laughs> and yeah, you bring it up like yeah, it's like well she was you know there was she got she got married. <laughs> did did she get to bring her ball with her? So she <laughs> is unclear. Um, second moral. And this is this is me being a little more skeptical. Uh, like, ladies, once you make a promise, there is no changing your mind, no matter how much you hate a guy. However, you can change him if you're cruel enough. <laughs> if you try and murder him, he might calm down and everything will work out. Iron Henry's a coming. <laughs> You know, I hadn't thought of it in that light, but that's that's an interesting take. Yeah, I like that. I don't. Okay. I don't I'm not sure that's what they intended, but it's definitely a good I... read. So, on, I mean, on the subject of moral and, and the story overall, it's this was an interesting drop into this world. The very first story is about a spoiled brat who cries when she loses her ball, makes a promise, an, an unreasonable promise, to a frog to get yeah. her shit back <laughs> and then completely reneges in the process. And as you said, fucks off back to the castle. And then when she has to uphold that promise, she gets all squeaked and tries to kill the frog against the yeah. wall and then is rewarded by the frog turning into a prince and marrying her on the spot. And it's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, aside from the, the hard right turn into Iron Henry, yeah. it's just, I don't, I don't, I, I guess it's exactly what I had thought I would be getting from Grimm's fairy tales from everything I had heard. You know, I've, I've yeah. heard, you know, I've, I've seen some of the originals of like Hans Christian Anderson, Anderson things like the little mermaid where she doesn't marry Prince Eric. She uh, is rejected and then cries on a rock in the ocean until she dissolves into the sea foam. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that. So it's, I, I knew this was going to be different and interesting, but this was a, an interesting drop right into the world. It is. And to that end, now this I, after after doing some some looking, Frog Prince always the first story of every edition of Grimm's. Oh, interesting. Like unless it's like a very very shortened version, and like the the Brothers Grimm, they thought this story in particular needed to be number one every time that they put out an edition. They were like, this is like a very classic German story. It's like one of the most just most famous. Like this is one of those stories where like I don't ever remember hearing this story. I don't ever remember being 
shocked by the the frog kisses a princess and then turns into a prince in my brain that story has always existed yeah which means i i got it somehow before i was making memory like at age two or three or something like that's so persistent like the actual kind of definition of a meme right yeah if you want the the same way that i don't i never got to to be shocked that Darth Vader <laughs> was Luke's father. I just always knew that. Um, but so, yeah, they they thought this was a very, very uh, important story. And this is according to uh, Jack Zips, a German professor at the University of Minnesota and one of the foremost experts on Grimm's. Hmm. So uh, uh, you're, you know, Zip, Dr. Zips, you're always welcome on the podcast. <laughs> Now, is there um, is there any insight there as to whether this was? I'm I'm assuming this is not necessarily the first story they wrote. No, well they they so they as as I understand it, and I, there's a I'm 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 probably screwing this up. There was they just started writing down, I think like all these kind of orally oral tradition stories from like especially from these people in a town called Castle, maybe K A S S E L. I might be I I might be screwed up screwing that up. If you know, I'm sure if we post this then <laughs> we'll have we'll, several we'll fix people it in post we'll fix it in post or a lot of people will tell me how very wrong we are my only other kind of real note was was lime trees is there uh anything else you'd kind of like to kind of get into oh i've got a handful or? of things um, okay but some of them are just funny questions Okay, <laughs> I'm curious to hear what you've got on lime trees because that one, okay, okay. I didn't I, I saw it, but I didn't think about it. Uh, you could have citrus trees, but it was it was a to do to. I mean, you had to be wealthy. No, I, I'm sure it's like trying to grow oranges in Massachusetts. It's exactly. Yeah, you have to have, you know, like very specific, uh, a very specific setup. You you know, you have to have a whatever their version of a greenhouse was, which is, yeah. you know, so yeah. this princess with the golden ball and the lime tree is uh, is quite the quite the catch for any frog. Yeah, that might you know, happen I, along. I hadn't even thought about lime trees in that kind of climate, but yeah, no, that's mm -hmm. absolutely correct. Okay, uh, so, Michael, your thoughts. Some bullet points that I had. Okay, <laughs> and you one, this first one you touched on this as we went through it. So. Frog says, be quiet and do not weep, answered the frog, and I can help you. But what will you give me if I bring your plaything up again? Whatever you will have, dear frog, said she. My clothes, my pearls and jewels, and even the golden crown which I am wearing. So, first of all, she is wearing a golden crown while playing in the forest. Yeah. I I don't find that practical, but well, it's, most... her, it's her choice. Was she in the, no, was she just in like, was she outside the palace grounds? That's what I thought. Oh, close by the king's castle lay a great dark forest, and under an old lime tree okay. in the forest was a well. See, now that's crazy to me because they can't grow. <laughs> you can't just have a lime tree in the forest. But uh, well, you as can I've if learned, you are horribly rich. If you're horribly rich and you're you're controlling it a little bit. But okay, yeah, so uh, bringing, so she's bringing buckets of water out there every day, and yeah, and, and preventing all. it from freezing. Okay, so yeah. she's but she's in the forest. She's in the dark forest. Well, we are talking about magic here too. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I mean, so first of all, she's wearing a crown while playing it, it. You know, that's her choice. But again, you touched on this. The first thing she offers, the first thing she thinks to offer is, is my clothes. And I, that's not the first thing I would think to offer if somebody was trying to do me a favor. Yeah. 
listen like my, my daddy has money <laughs> i have i have a silver ball that i don't love as much i can give you that in exchange the pearls that i'm wearing you know I just find, and I understand that. I think the point is that she's wearing rich, opulent clothing, which could, yeah. you know could could fetch a hefty sum at market. But I just find it very strange that this young girl is like, "Oh yeah, I'll give you my clothes. I will. <laughs> I will trot right back to the castle fully naked as long as I get my ball back." Yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I and the, yeah, and and the princess is like, "No, take my opulent clothes. I want to live like common people." <laughs> Common frogs. Um, yeah. All right. Where where were we then? The, we were, so the, the crown, uh, I think. The crown. Yeah. So yeah, and the crown. I think you know that's also like I'll marry you. I mean, that was you know like I will to offer someone the crown is to to bring them kind of into the fold a little bit. I, I mean, oh. you can you can look at it both ways. Yeah. Here's that, here's that something could, that could have been a heavier uh, gesture than she'd been aware of. Or just, you know, she was like, I don't even give a shit about being a princess anymore. This is <laughs> as long as I got golden ball. As long as I have my golden ball. <laughs> the fact that that recurs in the story makes me wonder if it's a metaphor for something. Or if it, or if it was just at, at the time a princess having a golden ball was the 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 shit, you know? Yeah, like the you, you were you weren't a princess unless you had a golden ball. You got it. You got like your best like in the fifties, little boys with their very best marble shooter. What was right? Yeah. <laughs> the Aggies. You just keep the best one and you put that in your backpack and then uh you're 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 set or yeah yeah exactly so, so the, okay yeah this but, enchantment yeah. so he he says you know after he's you know back to his princely form no one could have delivered him from the well uh, this is you know the narrator saying what he was explaining that no one could have delivered him from the well but herself so my one my questions are why her like did she just meet certain specifications or was it literally her was it keyed to her which is creepy and what was it that she actually had to do? Because breaking the enchantment was a, that that was when she threw him against a wall with the intent to murder. Yeah. And I'm wondering <laughs> what this enchantment was. What was the body of it such that being thrown against the wall by this particular princess broke it and and brought him back to back to himself? Yeah. I mean, I guess killing killing that form, killing the frog. Throw a frog against the wall, and I assume it, that that that, that kills. So that so the frog then died, and then he he came up. Yeah, I noticed that too, though. Um, I I have no idea. Like I was, I think I said earlier, lucky for him. Then she was dicking around in the forest with right. a, with her ball, and just happened to drop it. Yeah, and why didn't he explain um, the situation to her in the first place? If I mean, he's a talking frog. I had a theory. He clearly understood the enchantment boundaries. Yeah. Unless part of the boundaries was that he couldn't talk about it. Enchantment. Well, yeah. Enchantment aside, maybe that's it. But so I had a theory. What if, what if then the frog is the, so she's a young princess, so she's not getting first pick of the best king in the land. Right. Right. This is like, it's an older, the frog, it's an older guy, second in line for the throne. She doesn't want anything to do with him. Suddenly the first in line kicks it. And oh well, actually, now that I look at him, <laughs> very kind eyes. <laughs> and very you say I'll be eyes. living in a castle. <laughs> you say Iron <laughs> Henry will be along with eight white horses, <laughs> with ostrich feathers on their heads, with ostrich feathers to take us to the big castle. Well, shit. <laughs> Let us be married this very afternoon. And that's a, that's the next question I have: is how old are these people? 
because she's in the woods playing with a ball, wearing yeah. her pearls and her crown and talking to frogs. That's my, an eight-year-old, my, right? Before, yeah, before all this went down, I I was thinking six to eight, maybe a year or two more than that. But I mean, that's that's about what I was thinking, especially the petulance that she has. I mean, I, you could see that from an older girl too, but yeah. definitely my guess was between six and 10. Well, you've, yeah, you've had, you've, you have two children. I do. And I'm assuming at one point, one of those kids, one of your kids has had, went through a phase where they liked playing with balls. I, I mean, they're still, <laughs> that's shit. No, wait, hold on. <laughs> Not sure that phase ever goes away. I mean, yeah. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, okay, okay. Wait, this is not what I'm. This is not what I'm trying to say. I'm that's sure a, that, I mean, that's, that's a universal. Yeah. Or thing. yeah, or the, you know, like Nerf balls, whatever, however you right. want to call it. Like uh, the and I, I seem to recall being young, but like, yeah, that's that's not any older than ten, eleven, right? No. Like prepubescent. Yeah, no. I you, would think you have yeah. a favorite toy, and you you would do anything for you know, or or Minecraft. Yeah. I've lost my Minecraft. I will give you anything if you can reinstall it on my computer. <laughs> and so, I yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, I feel like there's a definitely an assumed age here and I'm maybe the subtext of the time could give us more clues on that, but I was definitely picturing six to 10. Yeah. And then this Prince, I, it's unclear how old he is, but he's clearly a ward of, you know, faithful Henry. Um, he's he's a boy, and yet they are married that very afternoon. Yeah, they. It certainly insinuates that they sleep in the same bed that night before going that off to frog the next day. That frog wanted in her bed bad. He did, yeah, and that's. I mean, that's another thing I have here too. Is that <laughs> he was a dick? Oh yeah. I mean, like, sure, he had been wronged. But it was a very unreasonable promise. And it comes back to that whole point that you had about like the, you know, the, the uh, incel sort of <laughs> suggestion there. Yeah. Like, just... <laughs> I'll, I'll get no. that for you, but yeah, I mean, you don't want to have sex with me. And, and yeah, and taking advantage of a, you know, grooming, if you will, a, a young girl that just doesn't know what she's promising. Yeah. Uh, and, and like, oh, I, I can do that. And it's easy for the frog. And his, yeah, his, 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 and and not only that, not only is not only is it easy for the frog to go get this thing, but it's he's like, I'll go get it for you as she's crying. Like, but uh, none of what you've promised is good enough. I want I want to be in your bed with you. I want to lie down in your little bed. There's some creepy ass way they say it too. like, yeah, he says, I do not care for your clothes, your pearls or your jewels or for your golden crown. But if you will love me and let me be your companion and playmate. And sit by you at your little table and eat off your little golden plate. I mean, that also insinuates she's a young girl. And drink out of your little cup and sleep in your little bed. If you'll promise me this, I will go down below and bring you your golden ball back up again. (laughs) He'll go down below, will he? (laughs) Another question I had. Where's 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 mom in all of this? Oh, there's so there's I, I, I know I know mothers are very loaded in this in this setup. Yeah. Um, there is no mom in right. in this story. There's definitely no mom. I don't think there doesn't seem to be any mom in general in ATU number 440 and the Arn yeah. Thompson list 440 doesn't seem to have that. But OK, yeah. uh, so that then is uh, 
Story number one. Yeah. <laughs> the Frog yeah, I, King. I feel like we've we've covered everything that could be covered there. Yeah. Frog King slash Iron Henry. Uh, is there yeah, is there anything more on Iron Henry? <laughs> like <laughs> that was my yes. one question. He knew about the enchantment. As he says, you know, I placed these iron pants around my heart after you were bewitched by that witch and imprisoned in a well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he just, he just he, leaves them. He yeah, leaves them under the lime he's tree. He's like, I guess there's <laughs> nothing to do. I guess, yeah. Like, we, you could have, bro, like, I mean, was unless unless it was specifically the, the, the frog king was like, listen, I got to wait <laughs> for a while. I got to wait until this this little girl. I can wait till an eight-year-old with, with, yeah. <laughs> With a golden ball comes by the lion tree and and maybe she'll be so disgusted that I'm trying to sleep with her that she'll murder me. And, and then once that happens, you'll hear about it, I'm sure. <laughs> Swing by, come get us both. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Very good. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thus endeth the end. <laughs> <laughs>